Hey everyone, now that the podcast is available on iTunes, I'd be thrilled if you could write a review for the show. To those of you that have reviewed the show, thank you. I also want to say hi and thank you to the hundreds of listeners across the U.S. and a longer distance hello to the listeners we've picked up in Europe. Thank you for your support. This is The Space Shot, episode 10, for May 24th, 2017. A moonraker and a dragon walk into a bar. Welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Stage 1. We have liftoff at the Falcon 9. Falcon 9 has cleared the tower. Starting pitch kick. In 2012, SpaceX successfully launched a Falcon 9 rocket carrying a Dragon space capsule that would score many firsts during its flight. The Dragon C2 Plus capsule was the first commercial spacecraft to berth with another spacecraft, in this case the International Space Station. Starting gravity turn. First stage engine at full power, looking good. It was also the first American launched spacecraft to visit the International Space Station since the final flight of the shuttle Atlantis in July of 2011. We have a solid telemetry link and the power systems are normal. As I mentioned on Monday, the COTS or Commercial Orbital Transportation Services 2 Plus mission combined the goals of both COTS 2 and 3 into one flight. First stage propellant utilization is active. Vehicles on a nominal trajectory. Altitude 5.3 kilometers, velocity 225 meters per second, and downrange distance of 6 tenths of a kilometer. After launching on the 22nd, the Dragon C2 Plus rendezvoused with the ISS on the 25th of May, so it'd be early tomorrow morning. Vehicle is supersonic. Astronaut Don Pettit, a veteran of shuttle and Russian Soyuz missions, operated the Canada Arm 2 and successfully captured the Dragon capsule. The Dragon was berthed at the Harmony module, and after another day of systems checks, Astronauts performed a cargo offload and reload for equipment and experiments that were returning to Earth. Dragon splashed down in the Pacific full of experiments and used hardware after spending almost a week at the International Space Station. One other interesting addition to the cargo that Dragon took into space was a capsule containing the ash remains of over 300 people. The ashes of James Doohan, the actor who portrayed Scotty in Star Trek, and Mercury astronaut Gordon Cooper had their ashes flown into space on this mission. The capsule that contained the remains re-entered Earth's atmosphere and burned up after spending about a month in space. SpaceX went on to launch the CRS-1, or Commercial Resupply Services-1 mission, in October of 2012, and would fly a total of 10 missions from 2012 to the present day. In February of this year, CRS-10 was launched and the booster was recovered back at LZ-1. Out of the 10 CRS missions, one ended in failure, CRS-7. It experienced an anomaly in flight and was destroyed in the resulting explosion. I'll cover each of these missions over the coming years, so stay tuned for that. For the second part of the show, I wanted to touch on the death of Sir Roger Moore. Moore portrayed James Bond in more movies than any other Bond actor. The Bond movie that everyone has been talking about the last few days was Moonraker, which was essentially a sci-fi spy movie involving the use of exotic weapons like spacesuit-mounted laser guns, laser blasters that were handheld, and a fleet of space shuttles. The space station sets looked amazing, especially the orbital lair of Hugo Drax, 
Vaughn's nemesis in Moonraker. He abandoned the traditional underground lair for an outlandishly complex orbital space station, and he used that station to deploy a series of weapons that would wipe out all human life on Earth, allowing him to repopulate the planet with his supermen. I'll link to a few articles and the YouTube video that shows the big Moonraker battle in the show notes, so check those out. Before I go, I just want to give a quick update on Apollo 10. On this day in 1969, Apollo 10 performed a trans-Earth injection burn, which sent the command module Charlie Brown back on a trajectory towards home. Tomorrow, we choose to go to the moon in the first of a few episodes talking about John F. Kennedy. Now that the Space Shot is available through iTunes Podcasts, I would be thrilled if you could write a review for the show. Be sure to share the show on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, and everywhere you connect with your friends and family. I'm super appreciative of the messages I've received so far, so don't be shy on iTunes. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.